Live at Five podcast. I'm Tom, and I'm the founder here at Gosnells. I'm Will, I'm the head brewer here at Gosnells. I'm James, and I make the meat. This is our informal podcast, which we're spinning out from our Instagram live sessions. We do these every Friday live at five, and we'll be talking about honey, fermentation, and of course, what we're here for, the mead. We'll also be joined from time to time by some very special guests to talk about booze more generally. If you haven't already, guys, hit that subscribe button to our podcast, whatever medium you're on. Uh, leave us a review. Follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Gosnells Mead. Perfect. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, welcome to our Live at Five. We are a couple of minutes late because there are more of us and we didn't... James is a bit of a... Uh, just, finding space, just finding space for everyone, aren't we? Um, so this is our last Live at Five of the year because we're taking some time off over Christmas. We are indeed. Um, what are you doing for Christmas, Will? Uh, I'm going to probably sit at home on the couch, uh, cool. drink myself into a stupor and... Uh, yeah, probably probably curse the world, things like that. Nice. James, what are you up to? Same as every year, see some family, have some drinks, have some food, cheese, etc. Lots of cheese. What's the, what's the cheese of choice? I'm not James? sure. There's, my, my, see, my brother's in charge Christmas of that. Christmas cheese. Um, my brother's in charge of that. I'm in charge of the booze, so you know, we'll get there eventually. Is, right. is this a story? Did you get shafted out of the cheese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just slowly demoted? every year, yeah. So guys, as always, um, give us some comments. Tell us what you're drinking tonight. We are having, this is not our Christmas party. We'll do something next year. But we are having, <laughs> as always, the infamous Gosnell's Christmas party that happens about June. First I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How long have you been here? 10 years? Yeah. Um, all right. It's like one of those socials we have. This is one of those socials, James. <laughs> 100%. We must be in the calendar. As per contract. As per the contractual. Um, so we are going to be opening up some of our favorite or interesting things this year um, and having some drinks and chat about booze. Um, where should we start? And let's, who was bought? What has everyone bought today? So I think, well, let, let's start off on, a, on, on the right foot and we'll have the Christmas ale, I guess. The Christmas ale, as in the Harvey's one? The Harvey's Christmas ale. So this is the Harvey's Christmas ale. What, what have we got here? I bought this. Yep. Barley wine. Barley so, wine at 7.5%? 7.5%. Yeah, it's not that strong, is it? It's the big guns. Uh, I bought my one is non-alcoholic, James, so you know. Cool. So someone else want to do that? Because uh, I tell, tell you, don't drink. So you got the not, oh, not yeah, wrong. I'm not wrong. James, what have you brought here? Just a <laughs> anyway, just a lump of aluminium. <laughs> so yeah, uh, barley wine. Barley wine. Barley wine is what it says. James, what makes a barley wine a barley wine? Um, a very strong beer. Um, lightly hopped. I'd say malt forward. I'm, might, ma- yeah, I'm making might, this yeah, up. Sorry, no, you're right. you, you, yeah. Malt forward, not a lot of hops. <clears throat> usually quite dark, usually quite treacle. Yeah, a little bit sweet. Sweet, yeah. Harvey's, guys. yeah, one of my favourite breweries, old school brewery. And they're in... Um, Lewis. Lewis, is it, yeah. Home of the Effigies. Oh, it's got a bit of uh, Marmite on the nose, on it? Yeah, it's quite, um, it's quite yeasty. It is quite yeasty. So guys, if you want to get involved at home, tell us what you're drinking. We... Uh, we always like having conversations about what other people are drinking rather than just That's us. That's nice, right? But yes, it's good, isn't that? This is no, no, like almost no hop aroma, right? No. I imagine what they've done is try to make barley wine a bit more like approachable, so this is a little bit lighter. Barley wines can be really like syrupy. Yeah, they can get up to yeah. like, most of the barley wines I've tried have been about that sort of 10, 11%. Yeah, same. Yeah, pint of eggs and you can fall over a bit. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I quite like them. Like, in small doses, they're not something that I'm going to sort of, you know, 
take to a house party and, and rave, but... When was the last time you went to a house party, Will? If you say this year, we've got, we've got problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, in January. Can't yeah. go to a house party in January. <laughs> Who's having a house party in January? Everybody. I was away for December, so everyone so just, just held off just and... pushed it back. Pushed oh, I didn't get my son as well, that's weird. No, no, you didn't. There's always next year. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. That's, uh... that's nice. It's nice, uh, nice to get us going. Nice to um, see you very much. What was I going to say? Yeah, I had my Christmas party last year, end of November, on a Sunday night. And that was that was a savage decision. Did not make it in on that Monday. I'd actually booked it off. But, uh... <laughs> it's like, when did this happen? What do you mean your Christmas party? Is it just like, just general? Just Tom Gosnell's Christmas yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the Gosnell's, did you not come to yeah, Gosnell's? Like, this is why we were just not invited. Oh, sugar. It's the other team that I invited. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh... All right, cool. So we got that out of the got way. Got that out of the way. Then should we... Should we <laughs> brilliant. Should we go through what everyone's bought? Bit of show yeah, and tell. let's go through what everyone's bought. Bit of show and tell. Cool. So I've brought uh, Shilenka, uh Double Bock smoked beer. So this, this brewery are really well known for doing smoked beers. Uh, so I thought, you know, smoky, Christmas, winter. Perfect. Eight percent. Is it eight? Yeah, I guess it's Double Bock, isn't it? So it's quite strong. Um, what, does yeah. bo- what does Bock mean? It's dark. Oh, dark, right. Yeah. So double strength rather than double yeah, dark. Double, yeah. No, no, sorry. It was double strength dark beer. Yeah, nice. Um, and then uh, I, I dragged in two. Uh, all right, just to show us all up. Well, it's like that, or some, you know, somebody brings in a non alcoholic beer and we all uh, suffer. Yeah, I think it's just topical. Um, yeah, <laughs> So I brought in the, uh, uh, the Colonel Saison Danzen. So, oh, uh, nice, yeah. Just because we were just doing our uh, slow and juniper. Yeah. Um, and I was telling the guys that it's really quite reminiscent, like slows when, you, when we were boiling uh, the actual slows off. Like it smelled like damsons. It smelled like the... the yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah I, think, I guess the they were related, damson. aren't they? Yeah. They're kind of... Yeah. But and that's um, the third instalment of our small batch program. Second. Second instalment. Second instalment. Sorry, right you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it just reminded me of the kernels, like that sort of, that, that, that fruity sort of, uh, just reminded me of that beer. So I was like, I'm going to cool. drink that. And the guys were like, oh, I haven't tried it before. And I think Hector's not here, of course. Um, there are a set of smells and like flavors and aromas that are very Christmassy, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's one of them. And then the other one I grabbed was a slow and juniper sour from our friends at Anne's Patch and Hop Day. Nice. Which so again, is, reminiscent of... Uh, same, yeah, same I was just of, like, yeah, I kind of want to see, see yeah. what other people do with it. So yeah. it's kind of nice just to grab onto that and go, okay, we, we've created what we, we wanted to create and we got exactly what we wanted to out of it. It's kind of nice to see what other people do with a similar sort of uh, flavor profile and, and how they interpret that and put it out. So, And then I, <laughs> I bought a non-alcoholic pair because I thought the brief was, what is the thing you've most enjoyed or thought about most this year? So for me, the range of non-out beers that's out there has got gone from zero to 100, I guess, this year. Yeah. And I've been trying them all through, and there's loads of different, I think, there's different styles and everything. But the ones that are most successful are the simpler ones that are just trying to make it, um, make a beer that tastes yeah, like a beer. And so this is the Brooklyn Lager, uh, hop, what's it called? is it just called the Hoppy Lager? Anyway, um, it just does what it says in the tin. Um, so should we start there? Because Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, um, let's start again. Um, yeah, so I've been drinking a lot of non-out beers this year, and in an attempt during lockdown to not to be sh- uh, drunk every night. Um, so it, for me, I was always a bit cynical, and I know you two are looking at me with dripping cynicism in the eyes, but um, Never it's always something that 
No, I, it's a category that I've never really looked at before, but actually... I quite just, liked it when the... Because uh, the, there's quite a lot... Like, pretty much every German brewery yeah, is an alcohol-free. Yeah. Um, they're generally the best. Like, yeah, there's, and then there's like, a Schneiderweiss yeah, one. Schneiderweiss, even the Erdinger alcohol-free that's is okay. One, yeah. you know, that's quite, quite big and quite um, you know, bit everywhere. Um, and they were always quite good. And then when the, the non-alc sort of thing coming to into a little bit more into craft breweries, it was, you know, people didn't have that. That's, it wasn't, it was never part of their range. And yeah. It was out there in Germany. It's part of their core range. They really respect it. And this was, you know, with the non-alc sort of moving into dry January and these sorts of things, people were just kind of making them and they didn't really taste reminiscent of the brewery. They're all brewing in the same sort no. of style. And I think there is, there are some styles that lend itself. So I had a non-alc porter the other night. Did not really land, I, right? I quite liked not there's no non alk but this the, the porter that was done by the guys at Small Beer. Ah, uh, so like one point two percent. Yeah, yeah. Small Beer is an amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's either one point two or two point five. They do two somewhere. Yeah. somewhere that, that, that way, exactly anyway. And I had that, and I went, yeah, yeah that's kind that, of cool that kind because of it's most of the time when you get like a let's say a four or five percent porter, which you know is usually the porter strength you want to go. Um, it tastes quite similar, you know. Yeah. So I can, I quite like their their idea and their concept of you know not putting enough alcohol to get pissed in their beers and you know it's you know that's what they yeah. do and they take care of it and you can really notice. Um, so yeah, on the nose, obviously, yeah. The it's other quite thing hoppy. is like it just says hoppy lager, but this is pretty dark, quite a it? dark caramel. It's yeah, more like a malt forward sort of European no, no, no. style lager. I mean, that's yeah. God, there's so many. Oh god, hoppy. Yeah, yeah it definitely is hoppy. Hoppy and malty in the body. A little bit burnt. Is that just me? Yeah, no, I'm getting that as well. A little bit caramel. Mm-hmm. But for me, this candy. is like, it, it tastes like a beer, right? And it, it, it fulfills that, oh, I quite fancy a beer after a run. Or if I, on the old occasion, I just next to it. A little bit thin on the body. But it's always going to be. So, right? yeah, so I think that's the thing, isn't it? People have figured out a way to make up the body. Yeah. And um, with non-alcoholic stuff. And that you can either do that with, you can't do that with alcohol if it's non-alcoholic. So it's usually with, must be with like sugar. Yeah, there's a few ways of doing it, right? So one one is the uh, the boil off method. The other is uh, using a an alternative uh, to Saccharomyces for fermentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's uh, another like reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis is another kind of really big bit of German kit. That's why the yeah, German yeah. ones are really good. Is they brew a normal beer and they strip the alcohol out. Yeah, and um, they boil off, which no. can cause a whole lot of things to change as well. Um, if, is it a filtration system that only allows ethanol and and? I want to say it is. I want to, yeah. I did do, I yeah, did we, we were looking at this yeah, the other day. And, um, yeah, but that's, that's quite a big jump, right? So most of the, uh, most of the small guys were doing that boil off. But, you know, coming into these one, 1.5% low ABV beers with these, uh, alternative yeasts seems to be. Do a lot of people do, like, the freeze distillation method as well of separating the alcohol from the No. Not really, because no. you're taking the water away, right? So with freeze distillation, you're kind of concentrating what's there and removing the water. Mm, okay. So you kind of, yeah, you end up with just water. Right. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of that? That's all right. That's, all right. that's really, that's really it's all right. We're never going to blow your socks I was, off, I, was ex- I was expecting it to be uh, a lot lighter, kind of yeah. like... Um, I think they've done a good well, job of getting... Yeah, the main good. thing is got, it's got all the aromas of like... Yeah. Of, of mold. Yeah, it's, it's, the hop character is... Awesome. Yeah. No, I, I think as, as the non-alps go, that is pretty good. The other one is Ghost yeah, Ship, Adam's Ghost Ship. So they've got um, Ghost Ship, the alcoholic version. They've got the non-alcoholic version. And I think they run that through some sort of filter. Oh, we'll have to look it up. The filtration systems. It's the same beer, and they've just split it. I quite liked um, that Wild and Free that Wild Beer did. Oh, the... Um, 
kind of like a lacto. Oh, what was it? The it was a yeah lacto ferment soft drink. I think it was wild ferment. It wild was a kind of it was like a malt lacto like a wild fermented uh, malt beverage, but. I, it was it was multi use yeah. sour kind of was the, the yeah yeah and it, it had the body of a, of a beer as well which was kind of cool to be able to sort of use a bit more mixed fermentation just to create a bit more of that uh, fermentable fermented character or fermentation character yeah right where are we going next uh, let's say I want I want to just get into that uh, beer de saison yeah okay well there you go. I love watching you struggle. I'm really sorry about uh, this, this bottle opener. What I, I found the Jack Daniels bottle opener before. You know you're living large when uh, you've got a Jack Daniels. Uh, that was for some crazy flavor. event I went to, sponsored by Jack Daniels at Mr. Lion. Mr. Lion or? What's it? How do I know? The Mr. one Lion? on Hoxton Street. Closed now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was called Mr. Lion. Sorry, James. That was, you know, one of these like booze events where they're... You should probably not watch it, but with the brand ambassador just piling booze and stuff, and it just, it was all, I mean, great. It was great, yeah. but it was one or of those heavy nights. Fill, fill in your own suffix. Yeah. That color is amazing. Like, oh, oh God, it's red. so. I just love it. Like, they, they do it every year. Wow, that, um, that balance is amazing, the juniper. Like, you got to, like, when I first moved to London, uh, Kona was still a young brewery. Uh, this was what, back in 2013. And they were making incredible beers then and they just haven't stopped. They haven't wavered. They've just always made great, great drinks. Yeah, it's interesting. They come in and out of fashion, you know, in terms of mm. sexiness and coolness, but their product never really yeah, changes. I mean, uh, it obviously gets, it actually evolves. And yeah, and it, like their, their mixed fermentation program has just gone on to a whole nother, uh, mm. whole nother realm. But um, even like their, their bottles and, and their labeling hasn't changed and it's still current, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I like him. Right, that, that video they made on, um, that went up on YouTube basically when they first opened, and it's just, um, you know, the process, and it's just a completely wordless, into, uh, just watching some, watching the, the founder go through the process. And, Sick. And, yeah. You know, really cool. That's amazing. So that balance of, like... On the nose, though, like, that's what I mean. Berries like, and, yeah, berries yeah, yeah. and juniper is amazing. And that was kind of quite, I was saying, like, it just reminds me of that, that like, you put your nose into, like, our slow, and you just, like, hit with this, just aggressively uh, fruity um, nose. Like, I have no idea how much they use, but I've just got an image in my head of them absolutely bombing. Mm. Mm. Damsons then. Like, just, yeah. Yeah, more damsons than, than volume. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Harmless yeah, levels. And that style, oh, that, that saving style really lends itself to, to fruiting as well. Yeah, and it, like, it's just because it's so sweet and fruity on the nose and then that, that, that really acidic... Um, Palette is, I just love it. It's delicious. Even so, during the winter, you know, like we need to specify with some chat. What has been your highlight of the year, Will? My highlight of the year, and then we'll come to you afterwards, James. So you've got two minutes to think about the answer yeah. to the question. Yeah, God, put me on the spot. My highlight of the year. Um, to my highlight of the year. <laughs> cool. I'll, no, I'll just fill the space. Is, is it me? Uh, Am I the highlight of your year? It's not just you. <laughs> it's the whole Gosnell's family <laughs> and how we just knit together well, as a single unit. Christmas party. I, I do like, like um, <laughs> we, did, we did watch how to knit you socks have to, together. You have to wear shoes, Joe James, if you come to the Christmas party. Shoes? So yeah. I can't wear socks and sandals. You can't wear socks and sandals. Proper when did shoes. that not get, when, when, when did that not become not... uncool? I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but no, I, th- I, I think it's fair to say this year has been uh, interesting, right? And it's been challenging, but I think it's been cool that we've all dipped in and, you know, worked pretty hard and we've moved things on like I think from last year like 
uh, we've continued to grow, um, which is cool, right? Yeah, Without being too soppy about it, like yeah, yeah. it's not been an easy year, but I think we, I think particularly the online stuff and like reaching people with more of the tastings and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Pivoted really well. I've got yeah. some friends who work in this industry and they've had a really tough time. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's been great that we can still still function. Yeah, still do some bits and bobs. Yeah. So what was the, the highlight is the Cosmos team? Yeah, that was it. So uh, you, you gonna tick that off your little list though? What? Things that needs to be said? No, no, because no, <laughs> that, that was your Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pat on the, the back. best thing you've ever given yourself. Pat on the back. Um, best thing for me. Uh, it doesn't have to be work related. We can we can broaden that out if that's easier. That makes it awkward. All right. <laughs> um, my weekends. Um, <laughs> no, good. Highlight of the year. Getting the small batch program away was probably oh yeah the probably cans. one of those ones right like that that kind of shows which you can sign up to now on our website if you like no no interrupt like, me it's fine sorry very emotional point there Tom <laughs> um, I really opened up this is this is uh, why James is here yeah difficult for Will thanks mate He's here for... um, yeah probably getting the small batch away right so that's that's kind of you know getting people to trust in in what we do and 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 that's you know was a real showcase of of you know our ability to, to make things and to get people to trust us. And yeah, I yeah. That, that, that was kind of, that was great being able to, you know, put things on video as well and express ourselves and do these sorts of things. And yeah, I think that's, 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 a real, that's something I've, yeah, there's a real team or like people behind the brand. And I think that's something I've realized, it's going to get a bit soppy, but for a long, for a long time, like, I think in 2019, we were trying to act like a massive brand and like that was, and actually we're not, right? We're, we're like, like six good dudes in Peck and making me. And like leaning into that a bit more, not in I don't terms think of the product. We really had the choice last year, right? We, we were so busy last yeah. year that, that, that we had to have that mentality. We had to have that way of looking at things because we had to structure so much. And to and, be fair, I forget how busy we were production-wise last year. It was yeah. insane towards the end. Like yeah. all those containers going to Korea every month, and then the US, and, and the then, US, yeah, and, and just even going to Singapore and and just just keeping up with with that with the, the small kit that we had yeah. is. Um, no, we, we, last year was when we, was that when we doubled our kit inside there? Was that last year? The year yeah, well, no, it was yeah, last year. It was, it was last year. And, the first, and then as soon as we started doing all the career order and that first run with the full, full brew kit was when you went away and then we were just... Yeah, just on it. On it what, yeah. the end of the year? Yeah. I went away in December. Yeah, but you left James to do like three brews? No, no you, you built, I mean, you built, you built the, the kit. We you also ran it, run it in. So the guys at home, I didn't just build something and then go, all right, guys, cool. I'm just going to go away on wow. holiday. Uh, <laughs> just sort that out and make sure it's done by the time I get back. I left you for like no, no, two that's, and a that's half what weeks I did. worth of production. What, the year before I did that. Um, with the pasteurizer, I remember being in Bali and just being like, can you not find someone to just plumb in this pasteurizer? <laughs> oh, yeah, God, that was horrible. That was horrible. Nobody yeah. wanted to do it. Nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah. So, and yeah, we had this new bit of kit, which is like a gas-fired pasteurizer. Not a very complicated no, bit of kit. And like, it, it's just finding that, like, now I know exactly who to talk to, but yeah. at that stage, trying to find somebody and explain to them what a inline pasteurizer was, um, just nobody wanted to touch it. No. no it's mm. like, oh, no, we, we don't do them. And you're like, you do, it's just boilers. a giant boiler. It's, it's yeah. a commercial boiler. Like, that's that's... Technically, what it is. Cool. Nobody else cares about that. Well, you never know. <laughs> James, just keep it going. I like the year. Probably between between the lockdowns when it was kind of that sweet spot of like end of summer. Yeah. Or yeah, towards the sort of back in back in the summer, just being able to be outside and having all those. Um, you know, you can still go outside then. No, you know what I mean. Though. Like <laughs> big groups, all that. That's great. 
managed to have a, my only holiday was like playing a gig like four hours in, in Bournemouth and then driving in and then driving back. Um, but yeah, so that, that side of it. And then also just had, having more time to sort of do things at home and using my free time a bit better, getting a bit creative with music and stuff. And then on the work side, also just seeing all these projects and ideas that we've had for ages coming to fruition. Yeah, it's been nice to have a bit more time to... Yeah. It's yeah, been great. Agree with that. Hmm. Where are we going next on the beers then? Sorry, that's enough of the emotional chat, I think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah we, we lost half the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're down to... Oh, we're dipped yeah. like 10,000 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dane, take your shirt off. <laughs> um, it's not plastic. <laughs> right, where are we going next? Uh, Anspach or the, the... Can we need the double butt for the last? Cause yeah, I think so it's what's next? Oh, slow and juniper. Slow and juniper. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. What's everyone's uh, Christmas film? Christmas film? Yeah. Uh, mine is The Holiday. The Holiday. Yeah. Um, a I, Holiday? I, I know the name. Jack Black and Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they swap houses between LA and the Cotswolds and they all fall in love. That sounds horrible. Oh, mate. I watched it the other night. It's brilliant. I love a, I, I a really I, shitty romantic comedy. I'm starting to warm up for Jack Black. Oh, I love Jack Black. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. He's, he plays quite a serious role in this one. It's, he's not. Well, that's what I like. Is when comedic characters play really. Yeah. So like anything Jim Carrey does when he's serious. Oh, he's seen that, terrifying. What's that Adam Sandler film with the uh, Uncut Gems? Is that? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, Somehow like this. I watch it. Yeah, yeah that's really good. So, uh, have you seen One Hour Photo with Robin Williams? He's like a serial. Oh yeah, that's Ooh. terrifying. Ooh, yeah, like he's yeah, <laughs> especially like growing up with him with all these comedy movies and stuff. Patch Adam. It's like I was talking to you the other day with Wolf Creek. Yeah, an Australian yeah. horror film, but the guy who plays the murderer in Australia, we have this it was like, like kids presenter, wasn't it? Yeah, so like in Australia, we have this uh, like between the ages of one and four, usually is a, a show called Play School, and it's just like talking about shapes and, yeah, and, we have and that things. As well. And like he's the like he was like one of the guys on that that like we all grew up with, and then you go watch this movie and he's cackle laugh and and like just just. It, it was yeah. Yeah. Right. Um mess with me. So we are on the Juniper Slow and Juniper, juniper Saison. No, it's just, a, just a slow a sour. It's not a Saison. Send no. in your favourite no. Christmas films as well. Yeah, do let us know. Um Oh I'll, yeah, so what's my favourite Christmas film? Uh, Home Alone. Like I, I had that on VHS when I was a kid. VHS? Yeah, I recorded it off the T V. Um my favourite. I used to watch it we mum even tried to what's give me VHS? like a Is that like DVDs but not good? Yeah, it's um it's about this you know, big. Like, it's like computers. And you have to so throw like, them at the oh, screen. So they're like T V T V books? Yeah, yeah, T V <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. Best way to sum it up. <laughs> um but the best thing about it is like I had it for so long and like my mum bought me a DVD of it and it's not the same thing. But on the VHS was the ads from the 90s when I was a kid. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I could sit there and just watch the same ads through, through the movie. Yeah, and, uh, there you go. Yeah. And they had like the, the sort of the five minute like ads from the same like. I can still see them like. Production companies doing all like giving them their run up of all They were always done. so bad, like slightly sexist, um, overtly. The like, railway children. <laughs> a story. There was just one with like Lays, which is just like some dude in a, like a, like a, alien sort of like furry alien suit just like eating crisps it's like i can't even know what that means all right so what is this yeah, yeah what is this and what, what are we getting and hop day slow it's a slow and juniper sour so i got this beautiful packaging that's amazing yeah. well done guys whoever did that that is except like that's really cool nice the colorings yeah quite, like fancy christmas right yeah that's really cool yeah um getting a bit of the slows 
bit of the tune. Not the rest of the tune, but then I would have expected. But yeah. After the. Oh, it's only three and a half. Yeah, it's just light. It's light. Um, after the beer decides on it, uh, it's kind of. It's hard to. Because the same flavours, isn't that? Yeah, that but like the, the acid level is so, so much, much spicier, lighter. Right? It's yeah. a lot more malt character. Mm. It kind of tastes like they're, they've done it with like a, like a lager yeast. Yeah, it's quite, quite creamy. Oh, no. No, like an ale yeast. Like a, like a, like almost like a low flocculating mm. ale yeast. Mm. But yeah, you're right. There's not as much juniper. Yeah. Um, nice, favorite, nice, cri- like Christmas, flavors, Christmas songs? Oh. What was Christmas your favorite songs. movie? You my favorite movie, oh, yeah. oh, Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, and that is a classic. Down. That is, and yeah, you're right. Down. I was looking for that on Netflix the other day. It's not there. I'm about to buy it. On VHS. On VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. And just look at look at the VHS. <laughs> and then just watch just it hold it up to the light and just stream it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a projector. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. And that and Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, I always seem to watch so that at Christmas good, as well. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, and I never really did the Muppets when I was younger. Bear in mind, my sister's like 34, my brother's like 31, I'm 27. And every Christmas, we just sit down. On Christmas Eve, you just sit down and watch that. And I tell you what, 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 my dad, you met my dad, he... He's not going to be watching, but it's, uh, I see. he I is obsessed with crap films at Christmas, like romantic comedies, any Lifetime movie, you know, like there's afternoon movies. Oh, where man, they're, they're great. I, 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 if, this is the only thing, like I stopped watching TV mm. quite young, when I was like 15 or something, I was like, I don't want to watch commercial TV anymore. The only thing that I miss is catching the greatest midday movie, yeah. like that yeah. nobody's ever going to see. Like the actual like like American TV like cowboys, but made for just playing in the middle of the day. Like it, they're great. Like the intro, the first fifteen minutes is always really engaging. Then nothing, one fight scene, and then a romantic ending. Yeah, it's just like it's just so structured. It's great. One thing I don't get is people who, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like yeah, things yeah. like Die Hard. Like to me, that is not a Christmas film. I mean, I watch it. It's, it's set at Christmas. It's set at Christmas. Isn't it? Set at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. But I like, think you're gonna upset a lot of people, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot it was set at Christmas. I, mean, I only watched it once during Christmas, and it wasn't really. Yeah, it's a hundred percent a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, Let's just move on. <laughs> Have you seen Paddington? The new one. The new one. No. I mean, that is great. You would enjoy with it. Martin. Pinky uh, Martin. Martin. Pinky Martin. No. Martin Scorsese. Uh, Martin Lawrence? Martin Scorsese doing Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. I can't remember who's in it, but that's that's definitely worth a watch. It's basically a cameo of every British actor who's around at the time. Stephen yeah, Fry. Yeah. yeah. That whole crew. Yeah. Um, I'll be watching that. Favourite uh, Christmas album slash Christmas song? Uh, so, Buble. What do you got, Tom? <laughs> Nobody can change. What are you saying? What's wrong with Buble? No, I just assume that that's what you're going to say. I wonder whether this is the content that people were expecting on a meat podcast. Who knows? It's loose, it's Christmas, we don't mind. Yeah, it's the last one. Yeah. Um, my favourite Christmas album. I've got, have you got like a playlist of like 40s and 50s classics? That, so I, I couldn't say that I have a specific Christmas album, but yeah. Just like that, that era of Christmas song is my favourite. Sure. And then 80s, obviously. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. I just like wearing the makeup when I sing it. I like it too, Tom. Yeah, yeah. You must have quite a good playlist. No, I just have one album. Me and my sister listen to whenever we cook Christmas lunch together, which is um, James Brown's "Funky Christmas." Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. Which is because uh, James Brown died on Christmas Day. Really? So that's our little uh, James Brown day. 
and you sit there and put that on and, and cook. Is that what you set up instead of cooking? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. All right, what are right. we drinking next? Uh, I think we should try some of our small batch. Yeah, let's get into it. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so we tasted everyone else's juniper and slow. That's uh, or damson. See what we've done. I've got to say, this is a lot of fun brewing this. Yeah, this was this was really good. So what's going into this, boys? So, gosh, it's um, it's both of it's it's God. Where to start? So we did it with two different uh, yeast strains, uh, both to about ten, ten and a half percent. Uh, both so that's our house yeast and stepping up again. No, no, no straight, um, a straight wine, uh, both red wine yeast. Okay, together um, at the same time. Is that as in sorry, as in you blended the yeast or no, you did no. two so we separate did two fermentation. separate two separate barrels, so yeah. hundred liter ex bourbon barrels. Um, so we fermented in those on top of dried um, slow berries and dried juniper. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a primary ferment there, um, and then we. Uh, we blended those back together, and then we did a hot steep with slows, star anise, just to bump up the spice a little bit, um, and then back sweeten a little bit, back give it a bit, bit a little fun, bit yeah. more more sugar, and and then uh, then yeah, we ended up with this, and it's come out with this beautiful. Oh, it smells pink, pink color. Yeah, and it's I mean it's, it's really got that sort of because it I mean it's, it is ten percent, so it's got that slight sort of gin alcohol kick. In the nose. Yeah, and a little bit because we fermented in the bourbon barrels as well, just to pick up a little bit of those high alcohol notes as well, yeah. and also just a little bit of oxidization. And it's got a little bit of that sort of sticky sweet. That's um, nice flavor, not as sweet as slow gin. No, no, but like, yeah, but yeah, it's um, a little bit reminiscent of that. Yeah, it is really cool. But yeah, one of the yeasts we use, uh, CY. Send me a message if you want to know. Um, was really cool. We never really used that uh, that yeast for, for anything we've put out before. Yeah, and the acids that produced were yeah. incredible. It just yeah. it, it's it's like it's meant for a semi sweet um, style wine, and it's just really capturing that sort of fruit character. So mm -hmm. you know, kind of wanted to use red wine yeast over white wine yeast, like we do with some of the other things that we do, um, just to sort of capture the, the that that berry quality yeah. as you do in red wine. Um, so yeah, and then yeah, carbonate it ten percent, put it in cans, and and smash it during Christmas. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Really looking forward to this one. And so things are going out next week. Early next week? Uh, mid next week. Mid next week. Stay tuned. But yeah, small batch project people, you got something really special coming. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, and that's the other thing. Fermented it in barrel, get a little bit of that barrel character. A little bit of the tannins, but didn't realize how tannic those oh, fresh God. strawberries were. You get, I got one before I left to go to some deliveries, and all I could, I was, it just completely you dried out my mouth. It's going to be like nice and sweet, and and you know, like like you associate with everybody does with with slows. But you get these fresh slows, and they're just just tannin. They're bomb. neutral. They're a little bit sweet, a little bit acid. And then all you're left with is just this furry, furry tannic. tannic. Yeah. yeah, incredible. And like when when we were making up, uh, you know, we're sort of steeping and, and, and boiling these slows up, the smell that come off, it was really quite farmhousey as well. So there's a little bit in that there as well. There's a this little bit of funk underneath it. And yeah, yeah really complex. Cool. I was really happy with it. But that, yeah, that just sort of, that threw me. I wasn't ready for that. I'm really looking forward to this. I've never had a smoked beer before. Smoked beer before. Well, I have, but I've never had a 
had good smoke there, didn't they? Do you know, know before? Do you know how they get the smoke in there? Um, do they light candles in the bottle and then fill it? <laughs> yeah, each one. That's each right. one. Yeah. No, no, tell me, James. Sorry. Uh, so they're using the smoked malt for this, and it just gives it this really amazing smoke flavour. And it do you use smoke malt and stout, or is it just is that? Yeah, you can do. You can, yeah. If you want to smoke there's some, stout, there's some. I remember going around the Guinness factory, and there was some thing about how they burnt the malt, or or they just roast the malt darker for. Yeah, once it's just like coffee, right? Once you get past a certain point, it just starts to get smoky. No, no, they 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 dry out. It's, it's to, to do with the way they malt the body, so they they dry it out using. Um, like instead of other, instead of drying the malt out in a kiln, they will dry it out using the smoke from um, like hay or whatever. Okay. Or so just run me through oak, how they make. Wood. So you take you take malt. You so, take, so you take fresh barley, fresh mm. barley, and then you malt it. Yeah, and so yeah, and then you germinate it. Tri trick it into germination by getting it to a certain moisture level, uh, so that it starts growing basically. Yeah. And then you kill off the germination process using heat to a certain point, and that's like you say when you get pale malts, that's X amount of time of temperature. When you get darker malts, which you find in porters and stouts, that's obviously more time and temperature. But this is a smoke. This is a malt. different process where they yeah. use that they're smoking the malt to dry it out rather than just using just heat, ambient yeah. heat. Yeah, because that's that's how you do uh, uh, whiskey, right? So that's where whiskey Correct. gets a yeah. peak because you would put peat in as yeah, well, as fire the, sauce yeah, right. and for the malt. It would smoke its way through. So, so if you're running a brewery, you get the malt in at that point. So it's already malted and dried. Is that the right? Is that what I'm saying? If you get into a brewery, yeah. So like yeah, when you yeah. wait, yeah, that's yeah, that's you, what you happens to the malt houses, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all done by the monsters. But if you're, you know, if you're a big brewery conglomerate, you've probably got a little malt house on the side. And yeah, I wonder, is there any? Are there any? That's a dream, Are there it? any craft breweries <laughs> in the UK making harvesting their own malt yeah, and malting there, their own? There is maybe not harvesting their own barley, but there definitely are couples who have their own malt houses on the side. There'll be people like um, um, Shepherd's Name. Oh, so bigger, so bigger guys. Older, usually older yeah. breweries yeah. as well, yeah. Because you would have to, right? You, you'd yeah, be buying... Well, Shepard Neal, I mean, oldest brewery in the UK, so, yeah, that would make sense. I wonder if there's anything... Can you do it on a craft scale, where you just... Yeah, is, like, is people, there any point, like, I guess? I'm part of a, a, you know, a group that is, you know, molsters, and people do it in their own house, and their own setups. That is good. not disappointing, that's amazing. The nose on it though is like oh, it's bacony, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's like bacon sweet, salty, and oh, great taste! It smells like frazzles. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. I, I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah. It's really elute, like it's uh, oh, like it, it smells sticky, sweet. It smells one of the brewers from smells that, like, yeah, one of the brewers being like, yes, he gets it, he gets it. Oh my it god, like, it tastes like frazzles too. I love mean, <laughs> that. Um, uh, when I bought, when I was making a bean soup, it smells like a smoked ham hock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Say so frazzles. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible, James. Well done. You've definitely won. There's a really good... Uh, so, me... All right. He needs it. He needs it. The only thing we know is you definitely lost. <laughs> Guys, I'm a responsible drinker. I don't know. So, there's a really amazing uh, little pub in Greenwich called The Union, which I think I think it's maybe linked to Meantime Brewery. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm sure there's other uh, other pubs that have this on tap, but this is this on tap. Like, yeah, but, and they have different selections of them on tap as well. And ah, yeah, in, like, right. in the winter time, having, having a pint of this, there's not that one's quite strong. But so what is it? What is the name of this? Because my German and my reading's not so good. Ashlinker. Ashlinker. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, it's all right. Back down, mate. You're yeah, back down. But um, the, one of their main products is like a 4.4 version of this, so it's quite smashable in a pint. Uh, nice dark beer on a winter's day. Yeah. Like, yeah. In a low seating pub. The thing is, you're thinking it's going to be like this thick body and, and you know, it's going to be malt forward. It's, it's really not. It's, not. Quite, it's, it's really almost. Clean. It's almost lag, not lagery, but it's almost like a, like an ESB or something like that, where it's kind That's of. That's what always surprises me. Well, not even an uh, ESB, like just like a dark lager. It's got a bit of body, but it's not like it's not. Like thick. it's like a dunkel. Like you, you, yeah, you yeah. have a dunkel, and you're like, yeah. I, you expect it to be really thick and stouty because that's what. But it's not. It's still a, a you know that kind of lager beer. Um, how do we smoke the honey, guys? So I've I've seen it a couple of different ways. So uh, just for making smoked gin. So uh, kind of think of it like you would uh, like a like a it's like a bong premise. So you've got like a what's a bong? bong? It's a it's a. Uh, Tobacco smoking tool. Okay, cool. Um, like a, like so a shisha you, pipe. Yeah, yeah. So you have um, your burning medium going through your liquid. Yeah. And then you're pulling the vacuum from the top. Yeah. So that's what you do with smoked gin is you would have like chicory or applewood or something and you would, you would burn it on the side and you would pull it through the liquid. Through the still or just through the liquid? Through the liquid. You would have right. a set. I wouldn't, yeah, so yeah, no, I wouldn't no. run it. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus, no, this no. sounds like... But yeah, that, that's kind of the, like a, one of the good methods of doing it. Um, you can also soak things in there as well to be able to extract it. But that's quite an easy process. If you're going to do it for honey, I would probably do it that way. Yeah, well, so you make up a honey and water yeah. mix and then smoke it through. So I tried it. I tried smoking water and then using that, that uh, on a smoker, like on a barbecue smoker on a small scale. It didn't really work. How did, yeah, how did you approach that? What do you mean? Uh, you just threw water into a smoker? <laughs> no, you're just having like a, a really thin, uh, so really... Okay, like, and having like the top open and The top to... open and then you, you, you're putting the smoke through it. Actually, no, that's not what it was. It was ice. So it was a big block of ice. Oh, we actually, you've told me about this. And yeah. then you're trying to melt the ice using the smoke and then condensing it below um, on my balcony in Burnley. <laughs> it didn't, didn't go... I wonder why your neighbours didn't like you. <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, I just didn't see the genius that I was trying to bring to fruition. What are you doing? I'm smoking ice. <laughs> yeah. Why? Also a joke in Australia because ice means methamphetamine. Oh, right. Yeah, it does here as well, I think. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean you, you, gentr- you single-handedly gentrified Burma, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, and I should have, should have bought a house first. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that I really regret. <laughs> I just didn't think it was worth it. Um, uh, this is amazing. It is. And I think, yeah, I think pretty sure all their beers are smoked. Most of their beers are smoked as well, like their specialties. Yeah, I guess once you've sort of got that in your process, that's what you do. Why doing not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is incredible. Because once you've had that, there's no point in drinking anything else. Because <laughs> no. you can't taste anything else. <laughs> no, it feels like I've smoked about 40 times. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. So I think we should do a smoke, smoke made. Yeah, 100%. The other way to do it is obviously harvest our own honey, smoke out the bees. No. No, that take a lot of work. So, guys, anybody at home that's like, oh, I want to do what James does, <laughs> yeah. don't. So, um, what do you mean smoke okay. out the bees? Well, that's how you chase bees out of a hive, isn't it? You smoke. No, you use smoke to calm them down. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. And then that smoke will get into the, the honey. Because it's all silver up wax. Yeah, but you have to get in, you have to grab the honey out of the thing, right? No, you pull it out. Do you, you pull it out. I, I'm sorry, you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry okay. this is totally a joke. I've never smoked a hive by myself yeah, before. But you, Clearly. What? But you've been, I don't understand. Okay, so 
when you take honey out of the hive, it's on the frames, and they've basically yeah. made the cells and they close them up with wax. So all, each cell is like sealed. Yeah, no, no, and they spin it out and harvest honey that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like the old school thing of when they used to just put their hand in the hive. Yeah, but they're cracking through all the the, all the wax. All the wax. And it's still so, like, so they're not. They're not like. It's, they're not going in there where you can't see that. There's so much smoke that you can't see the bees. Yeah. Like, you're talking, do we have to smoke honey? You'd have to do quite Sorry, a Sorry, it was a joke, obviously. Didn't yeah, no, I know. Just Will and I take things very seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not, so you're not used not to this. So not the time to piss around, yeah. James? Yeah, sorry, fair enough. <laughs> Rupert's suggesting Beaufort 57% gin, which borrows some Heston Blumenthal technology. There we go. We'll have to have a look. I think it's a smoked mead. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's lots of different what's, methods. What's the name for a smoked mead, Will? Can we make up? Uh, we, need, I, we need to find smoke meat. We need to find we need to find a type of meat that hasn't been made that we can make up a silly name for. Well, to be honest, I've never I've never come across the smoked yeah. honey meat. Yeah. Well, what would we, what would we call it? <sighs> Best name to put forward. We've all got eight seconds. Um. Two. One. Um. Carboninamel. I like that you put the mel on the end. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Carbon and mel. Um, carbon, carbon mel. Uh, right. So, guys, answers on a postcard for what we're going to call the style of mead, which is a smoked mead. Um, oh, Rupert's saying that for the gin, they smoke the water with hickory and oak. Yeah, so a bit like we, we were saying. Yeah, and then, like, I, like I said, I know a couple of um, distilleries that do it that way. For, for smoking there, um, the gin I think I do it with vodka as well. Yeah. But um, the other, like the other thing is, you could do it uh, in barrel as well. So if you if you had a fresh fresh char, yeah, okay, yeah. you get a char. nice little uh, like. But it depends how you char it as well. So in that that barrel making process, lots of different ways of sort of. When are you building us a barrel from the oak on your farm? Well, well, I planted the oak tree year yesterday, so cool. we've got 35, 40 years. I'll put it in the calendar. Cool, yeah. Uh, no, so my, the, the trees there are what? Probably got five years. And then probably two to three years after the Seasoning. tree gets cut down. Yeah, yeah. Let, it, let it sort of run out. And then I was just watching videos on this, how to, how to do it in a, in a small thing. But I'm going to have to like do pickets and slowly bend it as I go and wet it. And do you steam them? Yeah. Like, who has an industrial steamer to build you know, a barrel a week? Wedding them is just as good. You just got to hold yeah, them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, I mean. You can do it during the summer too. Yeah, well, that's a YouTube series I'll watch. Oh, mate, yeah, 100%. It's a YouTube series I have watched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, smoke mead names. Um, I really want to get it. Uh, Brazzalamel? Trying to think of something like. Uh, Charmel. Charmel. That sounds like Carmel. Caramel. Not that. Um, it's... No, it's caramel. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I'm thinking something like. Because um... no, I think that'd be something really cool to play with, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it now. How do we. Sapiamel? What's Sapia? What's the. Go, go for that, because. Uh... Oh, no, no. We'd have to go with. Um... Neandermel? Prometheamel? Who was the first wow. genus to, to uh, control fire? Genus? Was it... Was it um... Oh, God. Answers on a postcard to that one. What was the first species to control fire? 
don't know. Mine was Prometheus who stole fire from the gods. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, cool. Um, we'll figure that one out. Right. So we finish off with uh, what, what? What's your vintage of choice, guys? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> I really think no, You know what? I'd go Have you tried the twenty lately, James? Uh, no, actually. I'm I think honest. you really like it. I'd like to give it a go. I haven't tried it yet. You haven't tried it yet? No. We'll give that one a go. We probably won't be able to taste much after this smoke. That is, that is really so much. Is when so you called the second one, I was like, no, because I'm, I'm, I want to have another drink after this. And if I have. Is, that, is there a question now, or is, um, is that the same one? That's the one from before, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I'm even going to be able to get that out of the glass. Well, we're going to see what smoked mead tastes like now, guys. So. Oh, yeah, we should, I should have left it in there. Oh, we, should, we should have done a um, shandy. <clears throat> um, cool. And so, Christmas plans, boys? Anything? So, I think. What, what are you eating? I don't really want to know about your personal life too much. Um, oh let's keep it professional. Just about to open up then. I know, but this is not the forum. Bad right? will. Um, to, um, next time, next time, next time. No, call, I think. Call Gloria later. Um, so. <laughs> Just. The little one. Um. No, I think I said to my missus that I want to spend the time uh, doing some outside activities um, for two hours a day. So that's kind of what I got planned for my No day more, day. no less. No more, no less. I want to be on the couch for no more than two hours a day. Going to kind of break up my day. Uh, and I always want to be drunk before five o'clock. Fair enough. I think as nice as it is to have like <clears throat> the same thing you do every year, it's also nice to have a time where you can actually choose to do something different every year. So that's, that's really cool. Me, I'm doing, I'm seeing family and doing food and all that. I'm turkey? I'm doing classic, classic turkey. Oh, no, so food-wise, yeah. I've tried, oh, yeah, to, I've tried for the last three years, I've tried to convince my mum, because we, we all put in food and drinks and everything. I've tried to You're convince her person. to do like a goose or something. Like, or like, oh, oh, don't, 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 every year we used to do goose. Do goose. I love to do goose. Like, it's, it's, no, goose is amazing. And then you just have to make sure you stuff it properly. Yeah. Pork, yeah. beef, because yeah. it doesn't really have a lot in it. But so that, that, it, that's, that's, what I, that's what I found. There wasn't enough like a, meat on the goose to feed a family of six. Two goose. You're an only child. Geese. Yeah, I had... <laughs> we had a mirror on the other side. <laughs> well, do you, no, um, you like a bird? Someone from work, Bassie. Came around for Christmas dinner that year because he didn't have Dinner for bird. Oh, you said it as if it was a rule. Can't have more than a family of six. And now you're saying one guy came around one year. Well, my parents. That's two. You and Bassie. There's I'm, four. I'm a partner. Once. I'm my partner at the time. Your partner. That's five. Yeah. So, okay. So, and. All right. Jesus Christ. Maybe this is what. <laughs> hi, ma- Hi. If you want to get involved, guys, uh, tell us what you're eating for Christmas and what you're drinking tonight. That's, that's, yeah. That'd be good. Maybe that's where the bird inside the bird thing has come. Oh, have you seen those videos ducking. on uh, uh, YouTube? The with, what it's called? Have you seen the pig the one where they start with a pig and they stuff it with something else and then they end up with a chicken at the bottom? No, because I've heard of the tadakan, yeah, right, yeah, which yeah. is like a turkey stuffed with a chicken, uh, stuffed with a duck, duck stuffed with a chicken. Yeah, tadakan. Tadakan, wow. Yeah, but then oh. you wrap that up in a sucking pig, I think. <laughs> Just sounds horrific. Viva America. Um, yeah. I, to be honest, I can just do, I can just snack on like pigs in blankets the whole day and be yeah. fine. I tried making fine. some sausage rolls and scraps the other day. I've never made puff pastry before. Not worth the effort. So my, my Christmas meal growing up was turkey, uh, turkey, goose. Oh, right. Hey, turkey, sorry. It was always good. We used to breed our own geese. 
Yeah. Have you ever had, like, you ever seen, geese are an amazing, an amazing animal. They're flock, they're like herd animals, aren't they? They, they really are. So we used to have one gander, male goose of a gander. Um, I knew that. And like, he was the only one that survived. And every time that like, we would cull down, it would always be like, he'd get really sad. But, um, cause we used to live on this farm. <laughs> quite how, intelligent did, how did you cheer him up? Just gave him more female geese. <laughs> okay. Let's not get into that because most of them were his daughters and it's like, oh, oh God. Um, but yeah, so when the new ones used to learn, they used to always go down to the road at the bottom and they always try to get out of where they were and you used to be able to just whistle to him and he'd be up on like the dam and he would see that the other geese are going down near the road and he would run down and like circle them up and then move them back up to the dam. And then every night at the end of the night when they, because you put them inside so they get eaten by foxes, you just have to whistle and he would go collect everybody yeah. and, and take them back into the, into the pen. Um, yeah, so we have that with roast pork. Um, my sister makes the best cauliflower and uh, bake. So it's like cauliflower, cheese sauce, breadcrumbs over the top, and then, of course, all the normal roast sides. So I hate cauliflower, but that sounds amazing. Oh, man. Uh, it, it cauliflower's is. underrated. Yeah. It's one of the things, that's one of the things I've discovered this year is the power of cauliflower. Cauliflower and cheese? Yeah. Like, not I mean, a great thing, but like my mum. Any peep show fans? Cauliflower is not traditional. <laughs> So the worst, oh. one of the worst meals I've ever had in my life involved cauliflower. So live, with, <laughs> live with a guy, Brett Marshall, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> he's probably one of those 10,000 people. Um, I, I was really poor. I was an apprentice plumber at the time. Um, he was a musician. You lived a life, didn't you? Yeah. And uh, I was like 17, living in, living in this share house. And uh, I had no money really for food. And Brett's like, oh, I'm making dinner. Do you want some dinner? I was like, great. So he's like, I'm making cauliflower, uh, cauliflower and cheese soup. All right. I'm right. Yeah, that. Cool. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, great. Looked at it and looked like water. It tasted like water and salt. I think he used like maybe three little sprigs <laughs> of cauliflower on the top. I mean, and if you're you pulling back on cauliflower, <laughs> that's when you're like, ooh. Yeah. How much ooh. cauliflower is too much really cauliflower. struggling. But we never, we always had beer in the fridge. <laughs> but... But uh, yeah, it was it was the worst thing. Like like half a handful of like frozen cheddar cheese already oh, shredded. Oh yeah. And mine was always sit there and eat it. In mine was always them. porridge with water. That's when I knew it got bad. Oh, see, I've always cooked my porridge with water oh. and then add milk afterwards. Oh no, I couldn't afford milk, so it's just porridge and water. Mm. That's when you're like, oh yeah, probably should cut down. No, going out. Um, but yeah, what's what's your family growing up? Ah, uh, it's Turkey. Well, yeah, Turkey. I mean, my parents aren't going to watch this, so I can... Lie about it. Lie about it. No, no. Um, no, Caviar and toast my... points. <laughs> we used to have lobster races in the garden. Um, <laughs> they just used to cover their feet in lobsters and try to run? Yeah. Um, no, my parents aren't really cooks, so they always just get a pre-prepared ready meal from M&S and wang it in the oven. Banging. And it depresses me every year. And I die a little bit inside. Oh, also lucky I had such my a. My mum. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was just lucky I had like my my dad's quite a good cook. Um, so he, and so is my sister. My mum's a good cook as well, but dad's better. Sorry, mum. Mum's actually watching. Yeah, no, Rosemary's actually watching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was lucky enough to have like yeah. such a, a, a an array of food. No, it's weird because growing up, like my parents were always like both them, both them work like full time, and so food was just one of those things you did to eat rather than to enjoy. I think it's only recently that they retired. They've actually been like, oh, actually, we can spend the time to do it. Uh, so it's one of those labors of love, right? Mm. 
Yeah. Um, so this year, I think we're having turkey, but we can get a whole turkey. So we're having a turkey, breast, and legs. <laughs> um, and I'm petitioning to that we should roll the legs, as in debone, debone them, roll them, and do something a little bit different. Otherwise, you're just going to have some legs and some breast mm. and turkey pieces. Turkey tacos. Yes, that is what Boxing Day has in Christmas. Although, having said that, that is my memory growing up, is cold meat and mash on Boxing Day. My parents love cold turkey, enough mash that you could probably kill a small child actually, with. Actually, I've got something bubble, bubble, bubbling squeaky for you in my face yeah. about Christmas. Boxing Day, all the rest of the I think leftovers is good. I think a good roast dinner sandwich yeah. afterwards. Oh, yeah. Sprouts. Or oh, my mum used to make uh, pies afterwards. Oh, yeah. So I all the stuff oh, yeah. pushed together. Yeah, but with, with, nice. no, with no bottom, obviously. It's not a pie. Sleep with a lid, mate. Yeah. Super well, you know. This year, I think, because my missus is Polish, so they do Christmas on... New, uh, Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Just change it right <laughs> up. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll do... We kind of... I've always wanted to do two Christmas meals. I love food, so... Yeah. The Christmas stuff is like pierogi, and then uh, we did a couple of years ago with these like uh, mushroom and and cabbage like rolls, and then you, oh, you're nice. fry, you do yeah. pancakes, and then fill in the center with yeah. uh, mushroom, yeah. onion, and and cabbage, and then you fry them croquettes. They just like croquettes, yeah. um, and then lots of other stuff. They also do like weird soups, and it's quite like a there's a lot of traditional dishes. And when I grew up, we just sort of had like what we had. But this is actually quite a, you know, everybody shares in the same sort of thing. I really oh, like cool. that. That's cool. So I try to do it one year and I try to make my own everything. And like I try to prepare it. So I was working at the time and I was making pierogi, which is kind of like uh, like dumplings. Yeah. And I was like trying to figure out, we only had a little kitchen. So I was like, oh, I'll put them in these containers. I'll put them in the fridge. And they all stuck together. And then I got them out and it was just like this goopy ball of just like filling and, and pastry. And I was so upset. I spent hours making these things and then just completely screwed it up. Christmas tipples. <clears throat> Christmas tipples. I, I'm going to be back on the port flips this year, I think. Oh, yeah. Classic. Port's the way to go. Egg, egg and port. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, never going to make it sick. Port flips are just going like shots of port. Like, One, no, no. Two, it's oh, just, oh, shit. just where you shake um, an egg with some port. So in I a, always do mulled port, which I okay. love. What's but that then? I'm so, just going to be back in a minute because I forgot a present. Um, why is there egg in it? What does that do? So um, it's like a really old school cocktail <laughs> from like the 1700s, where they oh, just okay. they just put egg in stuff. So you literally just put an egg, a whole egg, with a shot of port in a uh, cocktail shaker, and shake it up. It goes really frothy, and just get on it. Oh, amazing! Y- yolk and all. Yolk and all, hundred um, percent. The only problem is if you've had four or five of them by lunch, you've had four or five eggs, so you're a bit like full, yeah, yeah. full of. Um, Full of port. Um, so, yeah, actually, I'm running Anna's this year, so I think I'll probably behave myself a little bit. Um, Have you got like a few days lined up between Christmas and New Year's where you're doing Christmas stuff? Yeah, or is it like one day? I think mainly Christmas Day, I think. We're going to my parents' on Christmas Eve and then, um, yeah, Christmas Day with them. And then, yeah, a bit of, bit of a gap between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I forgot what we were going to end on. Oh, this is it. What? Don't we're getting, we're don't worry, guys. This is this is going to end. <laughs> yeah, I mean for you, not we're for getting, us. Getting towards the end. Um, so what's... I found this in the back of my cupboard yesterday when I was trying to find something that was weird and wonderful. So this is a gift from my girlfriend's uncle, I believe. So it's like fifteen percent. It's mead. It's mead made oh, wow. by his own bees. 
but like this is how do they, price, how do they own bees yeah yeah how so do they brew so what what they, they do is they take one bee and they just <laughs> electrify it they, they so it's milk. just like slowly just nerve moving and <laughs> milk a bee yeah <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. It's uh, I did we did warn you it was gonna get leased, but um, um so right. yeah, so Nesterovia. Cheers guys. Cheers guys, Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Guys. Well guys, yeah, have a oh that is delicious. It's so sweet. It's sweet but in a weird way. It's very it's like, acidic. It's like uh, wild forage berries, oh fifteen percent. You know what, that is delicious. That would be delicious over some ice cream. And it's like old as old as hell in an old Polish vodka bottle. Oh, God, that is really good. Right, guys, we'll leave you there. Thanks very much. Thanks for a great year. Um, and we will see you again next year. I think next week's going to be a bonus episode we're going to sling together. But, um, yeah, take care, guys. Yeah. Ciao. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being there every day. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening guys, hopefully you enjoyed that, so hit the subscribe and like button and follow us on all our social media and we'll see you again next week. If you've got any questions or thoughts or just want to chat about mead and honey, then drop us an email to podcast at gosnels.co.uk. Or better still, jump on our Instagram live five, ask us uh, any questions that you have and watch us scramble to try to find the answer and uh, look like we know what we talked about. Or if you want to see what I look like, you can head on over to the website at www.gosnodes.co.uk.